So here's Dan Moore from our continuing coverage of the coronavirus issue. And uh, we're joined by uh, Alex Crutchley from East Riding of Yorkshire Council. I hope you're okay, Alex, today. Yeah, good morning, John. All, all well here, thank you. Excellent. Good news to hear that. Now, of course, uh, every day we're being encouraged to take a daily exercise by the government, and, and there are certain restrictions, of course, only going out once a day as well. Uh, but we don't really want people driving to nature reserves and the coast or other beautiful areas, do we? Unless it's just around the corner from them, I guess. No, absolutely. Um, obviously, our nature reserves and public rights away are still open um, for people to take their daily exercise. We do not, and I stress we do not want to encourage non-essential driving to these areas. These are for use for um, people that are in the locality that could walk easily to these areas and obviously maintain the social distancing whilst they're out and about. Are you really suggesting then that when we're talking about doing this regular exercise every day, you're literally talking about walking out your door? and going for a walk rather than driving somewhere to go for a walk. Absolutely correct, John, yes. Now, uh, obviously, some people do live on the coast and, or live very close to the coast as well. And uh, one of the uh, a, a potential hazard uh, could be, um, actually, if you, if you feel inclined to start feeding birds and particularly seagulls. Well, seagulls are a creature of habit, John, and um, obviously... Places like Bridlington, Hornsea, Withensea, along the promenades in those areas, uh, they have a high population of the seagulls. And also, normally, we would have a, a high visitor number. So the food source is readily available to them. And we're just advising people, if they are out and about taking their daily exercise, not to eat whilst they're out and about, because seagulls will have a tendency to get aggressive uh, because of a lack of food source currently. And we want to encourage them to to move away from the towns and go back to the natural habitat and find the food in the sea. And as we uh, as we know, when we've been visiting seaside resorts, uh, particularly in the summer, of course, seagulls do, can get very aggressive, can't they? They can indeed, yes. And um, even uh, when I've been out in the summer with my own daughters, you know, we've had chips and, and donuts st- stolen off us by the seagulls. So it is especially important at this time when there is a lack of food source for the seagulls not to be eating whilst out and about and take it home with you and and you know stay safe and uh, reduce the potential of being attacked by one of the seagulls well you know we are being obviously encouraged to look after each other and look out for each other as humans but uh, i guess there might be some people thinking well hang on you know seagulls as you mentioned you know if they're used to this regular food source and it's almost presented to them is it not going to be too challenging for them they will find their natural um source of food which will be out in the sea and they will um will they will go and find that so it won't be of a detriment to the seagulls it will be just moving their food source to their, their natural habitat. So the main message today is, and not just today, for every day that we're going through this uh, situation at the moment, is if you're going for your daily exercise, don't drive anywhere. Literally walk out your front door and go for a walk. And if you are uh, near a, a natural habitat, if you're, out in the, if you're out in the sticks, if you're near the coast or whatever, um, just make sure you don't um, eat as, as, as you walk along because, um, you know, the, the, the seagulls in particular could become quite aggressive then. But yeah, there's a potential for that. And definitely, you know, when we're taking our daily exercise, walk out your front door, go to uh, areas that are local to, you, to your home and um, take your exercise in those areas. We're definitely not encouraging people to drive 
um, and take non-essential journeys at this time. Okay, very much. Well, Alex, thanks for talking to us today. Alex is from East Riding Yorkshire Council, and stay safe, sir. And you. Thank you, John. So more now of our continuing coverage of the coronavirus issue, and we're joined again by East Riding of Yorkshire Ward Councillor Dave Tucker. Welcome back, Dave. Hope you're okay still. Hi, John. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine. I'm in semi-isolation. Um, I'm keeping myself safe. Obviously, I've got a lot of ward duties out there where I'm delivering food parcels and prescriptions still. But I'm maintaining the two metres, um, social distancing, cleaning, you know, making sure I've got gloves on, washing my hands, and, you know, like most people, just keeping themselves safe. I think that's one of the things to remember. Uh, if Even if we are, you know, sticking exactly to the rules, not going out except for essential food collections or going through that daily exercise, remember to keep washing your hands. Absolutely. That's your best precaution. Wash your hands, every opportunity. If you've been out, you know, you've brought your wheelie bin in, wash your hands. If you've been down the garden gate, wash your hands. Just keep washing your hands because... Good old soap and water, I can tell you after many years in the NHS, still combats a lot of bugs and viruses. Now, today we want to focus on the issue of people on their own and people who, um, you know, particularly the over 70s who have been advised really just to stay in. And if you're on your own, it could be a difficult time for you. Indeed, John. And this is probably what causes me more sleepless nights at the moment than anything else. We know in our area, it's a big rural area, We've got a large number of people who are over 70 and also live alone. Now, you know, I may be being presumptuous, but a lot of these people don't have access to smartphones, social media. Um, you know, they've not grown up with it. My, my, my children grew up with it and my granddaughter's grown up with it, but some of the, the generation above me have never accessed it. And one of the things that I'm going to make a plea for, John, if it's okay, is if you live on a street or, you know, in a, a small area, and you know you've got an elderly neighbour, just go down, tap on the window, then step right back, you know, well over two metres, and just give them a wave. I'll just say to them, are you okay? Is there anything you need? Because well, the big message that I'm going to try and get out over the next couple of days to people, you may feel you're alone, but you're not alone. I think this was prompted by a conversation with your son last night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. My son lives in Cottingham. And he lives in a, I don't know, three-storey building in the centre of Cockingham. And um, was sent Skyping last night, because obviously we can't see each other. And I was, I was saying what my concerns was. And he said, Dad, I've got an elderly neighbour downstairs from me. He said, perhaps I should go down, tap on the door, step back and just say, are you OK? And I went, yes, son, you should. And actually, he's going to do it today. And he said, if he wants anything, I'll go and get that neighbour a pint of milk or whatever he needs. That's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because we've been mentioning this on the radio for days now, isn't it? Look out for, for our neighbours and stuff. But, you know, it's going to be one of those things that we're probably going to have to go on about and we make no apologies for it either so that the message gets through. So we do look after each other. Yeah, and, you know, John, this is week two. Week two of at least 12 weeks, you know, for the people over 70. And it may go on longer. We don't know. Well, you know, nobody knows what tomorrow's going to look like. And we need to look after each other. And we've seen amazing community spirit. And, you know, we've got all these WhatsApp groups that are setting up for neighbours. But they're the people who access social media. Facebook's full of absolutely awesome um, giving and, and sharing and caring. 
But the ones I'm concerned about are the people who don't have that access. You know, the elderly neighbour who doesn't want to bother anybody. They don't want to be troubled to anybody. Just go give a tap on the window. Just say, are you okay? And they may well be. Or they may say, oh, it's lovely to see somebody. I know we mentioned it yesterday, but I think simply when you do your daily exercise or you're going out for your essential food shop today, maybe just turn to every single window you pass by and give somebody the thumbs up. Yeah, and it takes nothing to do with it, John. It just shows that you care and that there is somebody, everybody's got somebody they can turn to. Councillor Dave Tucker, stay safe, and thanks for talking to us again, Dave. Thank you, John. Hope to speak to you very soon. Now, as part of our continuing coverage about the coronavirus issue, of course, it's important to keep occupied. And East Riding of Yorkshire Council Libraries have come up with a very good way of doing this. And to tell us more about it is Katie Connolly from East Riding Libraries. How are you, Katie, today? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Um, yeah, used to getting used to being at home. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a strange way of working, isn't it? But it's interesting that who knows when we come out of all of this, probably a compl- an entirely new world and a way of working and living will will come out of all of this. I suspect. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's really nice to slow down a little bit, actually, and I'm really loving the commute home from work being about five seconds. Absolutely, good <laughs> stuff. Well, good luck and stay safe, of course. Now, Katie, um, East Riding Live has come up with a fantastic idea because obviously when people go to a library part of the experience of going to a library is that you you know there is a bit of social interaction you see people don't you You see obviously the staff but you see members of your community are all around you at the moment because we can't do that at the moment east running Labs has come up with a very clever thing i think it's the virtual book club can you tell us what that's all about Yes, absolutely. So um, people are able to download ebooks and e audiobooks from the library for free. So there's no subscription fees. It's completely free with your library card. And we work with a supplier called BorrowBox, which is the app where you can download these ebooks and e audiobooks. And we have a selected range of titles that instead of just one person downloading a book at a time, which is the usual uh, allowance that we have, up to 500 people can download the same book. And um, we started off doing this a couple of months ago, but since the start of coronavirus and staying at home, we've actually increased the offer. So we have at the moment, there's five e-books and eight e-audio books that up to 500 people can download the same books at the same time. And we set up a Facebook group in our East Riding Libraries, Museums and Archives Facebook page, and it's called the Face in a Book Club. And you can join the group, anybody can join, and chat about the books that we've got. Um, You may even have the book titles at home to read in their normal format, but by allowing people to download them online, it means that everybody has access to it all the time. It sounds a fantastic idea, this. So if I want to become a member of this virtual book club, what do I need to physically do? Say I'm not a member at the moment, what would I need to do? Certainly. Um, You would first of all need to become a member of East Riding Libraries, which you can absolutely do online. There's no problem. You just need to go to www.eastridinglibraries.co.uk and there's details for joining online there. Um, At that point, it will give you a library card number and a PIN number. Now, um, down the line, when the libraries reopen, you'll be able to pop into any East Riding Library and pick up your library card. But in the meantime, you've got your card number and your PIN to use. Then you would need to download the Borrow Box app from your Play Store or the App Store. Um, it's really, really simple to use. We absolutely love it. It's a really great app. Um, use your East Riding Library details to log on to the app, and then you will see the books that are available for you and their titles on the homepage as Face in a Book Club. And you just download it and off you go, either listening or reading. Um, you can do it on any device um, that's got an internet connection. And um, then you would log on to Facebook. Um, 
follow East Riding Libraries, Museums and Archives. And then within that, we have a group that you can join and then you can start commenting on the books. And the thing about this, it's free. Completely free. All of it completely free. Um, And the idea behind it really is to create that sense of community online in a virtual sense, uh, which we try, which we obviously normally have in libraries, um, but at the moment we're unable to do so. Just want to get people talking about things and reading is obviously such a positive thing to do. It's been a huge um, stress reliever. It's proven there's been medical studies on it. um, And it's great just to kind of lose yourself in a different world. So basically, you join East Riding Libraries. You can do that on the website, eastridinglibraries.co.uk. Download the BorrowBox app. Yeah. And off you go. And off you go. And then join the Facebook group and you can start chatting about it. Remind us what the Facebook name is. It's the East Riding Libraries, Museums and Archives Facebook page. And then there's a group within that called the Face in a Book Club. I love that title. (laughs) <laughs> I, think I absolutely love it Katie stay safe and um, thanks it's a brilliant idea and I hope everybody listening uh, uh, actually does this because it's a great great way of actually uh, keeping yourself occupied and sane in these rather uh, uncertain times brilliant thanks very much John thank you Katie stay safe Bye. you too thank you bye bye it's 105.3 Seaside FM and our continuing coverage of the coronavirus issue. I'm with Jane Nendick, the Chief Executive of the Shaw Centre. Shaw Centre's currently closed, but your team are doing a tremendous job, Jane. Can I just say, I, I, I just want to say so many thanks to the staff, the volunteers, who you've seen how hard they've been working, John. It's, it, I'm, I'm just amazed at their efforts. There's so many, and the heroes. Mm. Let's pull it bluntly they are absolute heroes and the volunteers coming forward and wanting to help those uh, out there who are isolated who just as that friendly face as delivering hot meals mm. picking up prescriptions uh, getting shopping what spirit this community has got and I, I, I knew there was spirit out there but you get something like this that really shines a light on how amazing this community is mm. and as we get into day by day are you finding that people are beginning to settle into this new pattern of living it's well this is our new norm now isn't it this mm. is where we are and People are getting on with it, they're wanting to help, and their passion and commitment to help is absolutely amazing. They're just so genuinely interested Mm. in their neighbours and making sure everyone's well. We will get through this together, come hell or high water, and I think there will be a few hell points, Mm. let's be honest, we all know that, but the spirit will get us through. And your team, of course, your team of volunteers, they're getting used to new, to this yeah. new norm now, I guess, as well. It, it, it becomes a bit like, you know, John, I'm a hugger. I love my hugs with people. And it's, that is my emotional go-to. You know, mm. when people need support, is that I'll step forward and hug and arm around people. And I've had to learn new behaviours as well. And it's a bit like retraining that muscle memory. That's the best way of describing it. It's like I step forward, then all of a sudden I step back. So we're all adapting to new things, a new way of life. And But we're getting there. It's, we're learning new things each and every day. It's, there's... There's so many changes that have gone on and life has turned upside down over mm. the last week and a half really, isn't it? Um, 
and new plans are occurring every day but with all all the other stakeholders as well the you know the communication between ourselves the local authority withensy town council uh, and the support that we've had from withensy big local yeah and and just i'm in awe when we get through this we're going to have to organize a big community party aren't we a huge community party can you remember when we said within seagulls mm. they were saying the women of withensy i think it's just the people of withensy mm. and we'll have those heroes of Withensea that need to be celebrated because there is a lot of heroes. Well, here's the thing. Starting tomorrow, listen to Seaside FM, we've had an idea to actually celebrate a local hero every day. So if you know somebody you'd like to nominate for a local hero, easy thing to do, give the Shaw Centre a call yeah. on 01964 615190. They'll pass those details on. Jane, you can pass them on yeah. to me and we can have a daily hero, can't can we? Can I start, start yeah. this? start okay. it. Start it. Uh, a huge thank you to um, Dave Edwards, a local town councillor. He has been out every single day. There's also been Sir Harris... I'm, I'm naming two. You can't I'm being, have two. I'm, I'm being greedy. I'm right. allowed to. So I'll tell you what, we'll have Sarah for day two. Who's day the, one's local Dave hero? Dave Edwards. Absolutely, Dave Edwards. He's, he's been amazing. He's just been flat out. His passion and commitment is truly there. Thank you, Dave. I truly appreciate everything that you've done. And we all do. Fantastic. And if you have a nomination for a local hero, um, get in touch with the Shaw Centre on 01964 615190 and every day we'll have a chat and we'll decide who's going to be the local hero. So day one, Dave Edwards. Hero of the day. It's 105.3 Seaside FM. So our continuing coverage of the coronavirus issue continues. You know, one of the important things to do, you know, is to make sure that you are mental health well-being is looked after, but also you need to keep it a little bit physical uh, as well. And uh, to tell us more about how uh, that can happen and help you a little bit is Leanne Mills from the East Riding of Yorkshire Council. Leanne, welcome. Hello. Thank you. People who go to the East Riding Leisure Centres uh, across the East Riding will be aware of the uh, the phrase Les Mills, won't they? Certainly will be for group exercise, yes. Now, obviously, we can can't go to the leisure centre at the moment, can we? But there is a way that you can actually enjoy Les Mills exercising. We have something called Les Mills On Demand, which is an online platform with access to over 800 workouts for adults and children. Now, how difficult are these workouts? Is it various fitness levels then that you that you, you start at then? There's loads of different ones on there and they vary from 30 minutes to an hour. So we've got body balance, which is yoga, tai chi and pilates inspired. So you're just talking about the mind as well. So that's mind and body. We've got Shabam, which is a dance workout. Born to Move is the children's exercise sessions. And they're, they're arranged for all abilities. Anybody can join in. Now, when you say all abilities, are we saying all abilities? I mean, somebody like myself who has never been to a Les Mills session then, is it, is it straightforward for somebody like me? It is, yeah. They always offer different levels and abilities. And on the actual screen, you'll have more than one instructor and often they'll show you different options that you can take and even in a live class in an actual facility you're given those options all the time so when you're doing them in your own home you have that same availability to you. Do you need any special equipment? What do you need to do to be able to take advantage of this then? A lot of them you don't need anything so things like Shabam, the dance one or combat you just need a little bit of floor space 
things like balance, if you've got a mat, it is more helpful, but you can improvise with things like a towel or a carpet if, as long as you're protecting your back. So if I want to do this then, um, you know, you obviously know the ins and outs of this one. Which one would you recommend for somebody like me who's never done this before? To be honest, there's no there's no one answer to that because you need to do the one that you enjoy the most because if you enjoy it, you're more likely to continue doing it. So you'd have to give them all a go. <laughs> Give them all a go. <laughs> well, thank goodness me, it's going to get. Well, I need to get motivated to do it, don't I? Now, is there, there's an incentive at the moment to have a go with this, isn't there? Yeah, if you go via our websites, you get a 60-day free trial with absolutely no obligation to join at the end. If you do, then decide it's something that you quite like to have. You get it at a reduced cost to if you did it without going through the Stride and Leisure facility. So it's very straightforward then if you want to do it. And if you want to give it a go then, I mean, I can't believe you won't even recommend one thing to me. I mean, how many different <laughs> variants are there? Oh, there's loads. You'll have to go on and have a little look. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna take me, it's gonna take me sixty days to get through them all, isn't it? Then. Well, yeah, body balance is my favourite, but it's each to their own. So. Right. Okay. I tell you what, body balance. I mean, I have trouble balancing at the best of times. Quite frankly, I have a, a habit of bumping into things and falling over and stuff. But anyway, all, all the more reason to try it. You're probably right. But I, well, I'm going to be directed. I'm going to take my own advice and then I'll go for body balance first. Then I think I'll, I'll give that a go. Okay. Brilliant. Sounds like a plan. If people want to take advantage of this, then where do they go? If you go online to our East Riding Leisure website, so when you go onto the homepage, it doesn't matter if you go and buy any of the leisure facilities, on the homepage on each one you will find that pop-up. There's a banner on the first page, so it's really super easy to find. Well, I wish you all the best, uh, Le- Leanne. And uh, are you, do, you, do you practice it? Do you, do you do it every day, this Les Mills workout then? Yeah, I do. I love it. I'm going to give this a go. Uh, Leanne Mills from East Riding Leisure, thanks for talking to us again. Thank you. And stay safe. You too. So, all now on our continuing coverage of the coronavirus issue. We're joined again by East Riding of Yorkshire Councillor, Ward Councillor Dave Tucker. Welcome back, Dave. How are you? I'm okay, John. And good morning to you on this lovely sunny morning. Let's talk about people who are isolated. There are many in our local communities who are isolated and they're having to self isolate as well. You've got a message for people, though, who might be able to help. Have indeed, John. Um, one of the things we found in South East Holdness, particularly, um, we've been going around um, taking food parcels to the lonely and the vulnerable um, and people who can't actually get out because they're self-isolating for three months, is that overwhelming sense of being alone. You know, I delivered a food parcel to a lady yesterday who actually cried on the doorstep. She was 87. I give her a food parcel and she said, you're the first face I've seen in a week. What, what I'm asking is, if you live on a street in a village or in a town and you know you've got a neighbour or somebody a couple of doors down from you or on their own who can't get out, maybe just go tap on the window, obviously obey the social distancing rules, and just say to them, are you okay? Because people are just feeling so alone at the moment. And, you know, I think we can all do our little bit. And, it, and it's a simple thing. Tap on the window, tap on the door, step right back so you've got that distance between you. And just say to them, are you all right? And that would actually send such a tremendous message, not only to that individual, uh, but also the fact that then we're all we're all in this together, aren't we? Yeah, and you know, it's maybe a case of every couple of days you just go and tap on that. You know, you maybe one or two neighbours, or you know, elderly. You just tap on the window, tap on the door once, twice a week. Is there anything you need? I mean, we know that the council and Smile Foundation are setting up this helpline, this hub on the three nine three nine one nine number, but. It's the smaller things that make the big impact. You know, it's a simple fact of 
if you know there's somebody on their own, just let them know they're not on their own. As you go around the area, are you finding that more people now are observing the, the, the rules that we have to only travel on for essential things, food and medicines, and obviously to do the exercise once a day, that people aren't flouting that now? I think there's been a massive tightening up on this. I mean, um, yeah, I drive around South East Holland. I was delivering prescriptions yesterday and food parcels. The, the traffic is non-existent. You know, you see people out doing a bit of exercise, walking the dogs. You know, they're alone or they're, you know, keeping good distances from each other. And I think that message is really getting home now, which is a positive thing. That will help us all fight this horrible, horrible disease. But as you say, the other side of this is is not for people to cut themselves off completely, and particularly if you are on your own. Um, there is a, a friendly voice at the end of a phone if you find that, you know, um, if you, you haven't seen somebody, you haven't spoken to somebody for some days, maybe you want some help with f- food collection or medicine collection, or you just want a bit of help or advice, a friendly voice, that East Riding Helpline number on 01482393919, it's there. It's up until 9 o'clock tonight as well, and it's there for you to use as well if you uh, need a little bit of help and a bit of advice. It is indeed. It's, um, it's man now. Um, we're taking calls from 9 o'clock this morning, as you say, from 9 o'clock tonight, and we'll encourage people to do that. But sometimes, John, it's the smaller things that you do. You know, yeah, the helpline's there, but sometimes when communities come together at times like this, you know, just that friendly face at the window or by the door and just say to somebody, are you okay? It can go a long, long way. Perhaps even a wave as you do your daily exercise at people through the window, out the window, even that could lift spirits, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, as human beings, most of us are very sociable creatures. And, you know, if you're stuck in a, a bungalow or a flat or a cottage or a house, and you don't see anybody from week to week. That can be a very lonely existence. And, you know, it's a profound effect on people's mental health also. So you were quite right. That word, that smile, you know, that just let people know that reassurance will go a long, long way. Councillor Dave Tucker, uh, Ward Councillor East Riding of Yorkshire Council. Thanks again, Dave, for talking to us. And uh, stay safe as you go out and about. Indeed I will. Thank you very much, John. <laughs>